But that's how they do the trades, man. They always tell you where the last motherfucker fucked up at. And like, oh, because they try to do that at my job too, and I'm like, is this gonna fix my issue if you tell me where somebody right. else fucked up? No. Then shut the fuck up and make it work. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like, if I have to my fault, if baby. I have to fall on the sword just to fucking get things moving, I do that constantly at work. I'm like, yeah, I could have done this different. Sorry, but how about we do it this way? And then people are just like, oh, okay. I'm like, there we go. Fine. Shut up. Move along. I'm like. Like, I don't have time to dick around going back and forth with 58 fucking emails saying nothing just because you want to look fucking busy. I'm so sick of that kind of shit. I'm sick of people that just send emails to make it look like they're working, and they just deflect constantly. Like, those kind of people can suck the shit out of my ass slowly, kernel of corn by kernel of corn, because they are fucking worthless. Fuck those people. I'm a corn queen, and, you know, GMOs and shit. I mean, I like corn. It's Bone and Biggie, Biggie. It's Bone and Biggie, Biggie. We had to pay some homage and respects to the notorious B.I.G. who died this week on March 9th. 24 years old. Damn shame. All right, Pete, to the great notorious B.I.G. That being said, greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Pod is War. Was brought to you by the good folks at Chairshot Radio Network in conjunction with TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And use your heads, you shall. We ask, we implore, we insist upon you. And what we mean by using your heads is making sure that you support your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude because we know you're smarter than the average fan. That's why you're listening to this. So make sure y'all go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. We literally have something for everybody. We've got Save Tag Team Wrestling, Hashtag Journalism, My Personal Fave, Jesus Did the Job, and many, many other cool designs. Again, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at the chair shot, make sure we keep providing that content day in and day out here at the chair shot by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you. Thank you and please pick up a shirt, I'll get on my knees, and I'll beg you again. Thank you. 
I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I am joined by Andrew Snowflake Balls Belaz and the Commission, Mr. PC Tunney. Gentlemen, let me say greetings. Let me start here. So this has been the ultimate struggle to get going here. We we recorded the cold open and then figured out that my audio was fucked up. And then for two hours, Chris and Andrew had a conversation while I fucking changed settings left and right. And then I yelled at both of these guys right before we came on. So I have a beer now, and I'm going to, you know, kick my shitty attitude to the side because I'm really pissed off at my computer, and I'm sorry, and cheers, and let's get on with the show. We still love you, buddy. It's okay. You know, your your shitty attitude and all, like, it's all right. Don't, Don't worry about it. Like, you know, shit happens. But we we had a good conversation. I like to call that bonding. Because there's shit we said there that we can't say on air. And that's that's fun shit. That that's shit between boys. And I, I like that kind of stuff. So it's gonna be a fun night, especially since I'm a few cracking and Pepsi's or I could say cra- cracking and Cokes, but I said cracking and Pepsi. But the cracking is gone, the Pepsi isn't. And I still got some Jack and Honey that I have to break into. So we could get into a really fun kind of night right now because I can't hear your, your audio cues. And you never know what that means, what we're going to do if you get what I get. But you're going to take one in the twos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So how about less cracking, more Pepsi? But that's the funny part about what Andrew what? said. What? There's- no. There's no way in hell that this show is going to be as good as the conversation we just had, but there's also no way in hell we could have said, like, 67% of the shit that we said offline, online. True. True. And to lead that off, remember, Amber, Chris loves you. Like... <laughs> why? What? Why? Just why? It's fun. It's fun because now she's gonna wonder what we talked about. Honestly, now she's yeah. gonna wonder what we talked about. Yeah. It is just fun. I, I it's couldn't. Fun. With a with a with a gigantic dose of truth serum, I couldn't tell you what the fuck you guys were talking about. But at the same time, I can tell you that it, I didn't hear anything about Amber that entire time. So there you go. Chris. Oh, I know. That's the whole point. Now I just got Amber thinking, what the fuck did they talk about? And it's just not fun. about Amber. <laughs> now, now Amber can be mad at me. And that's that's funny because now I'm just expecting an angry tweet at some point. Because I was I was just happy she tweeted at the one point about the whole cold opens or whatever. I'm like, holy shit, she said stuff. That's awesome. That's cool. I like when Amber gets involved. So it's just funny to fuck my shit up for no apparent reason whatsoever. Or maybe I'm just trying to get Amber involved more so maybe she can come in on that like the whole you know cameo side of the game, and maybe you know you you could enjoy a little bit of downtime have amber take the reins for half a second for a topic or something like that because you know i know she's shy i know she doesn't like dealing with our bullshit sometimes but you never know a little bit of the right kind of motivation might help you out might help her out who knows well Gotta i'm get not amber having over. i'm not having a fucking ball dealing with your bullshit right now make it seem like i said some shit i didn't say and I didn't even say some shit. I know that's the fun part. Don't you understand? She doesn't know. Nobody knows. Because he shit bum fucked up so he can't record it. So nobody knows. Except the trees and the walls. Okay, so when I get my shit kicked out, and then I you hear on your door there in New Jersey, motherfucker, 
Don't act like this is unexpected. Just make sure we go to Zimburger at some particular point in time. Because I gotta, I gotta, tell, you, I gotta tell you, I gotta, good. I gotta tell you. And we're recording from like two spots instead of three. So I gotta tell you, yeah. Forward. If Don't you worry. get, if you get kicked out and you gotta move in with Andrew, I'm, I'm going east. Fuck it. We're all getting together. Me, you, <laughs> oh, Andrew, yeah! AJ. New Jersey party. It's I like be this. Insane. This is the whole point now. Now, now you understand my point. There we go. That's how we beat COVID. We just all get under one roof and we figure it the fuck out. <laughs> Two and a half men I, kind of style. AJ's man. the half. That's how that works. Three and a half men. Mm. It's the unofficial sequel. Which one of us <laughs> is the Ashton Kutcher, though? <laughs> that might be interesting, but I'm, I don't know any of us that is Ashton Kutcher. I think we're all Charlies. There's no Ashton. <laughs> that's, that's a good fucking that's point. pretty good. Actually, yeah. Yeah, I'm not arguing that one. <laughs> Especially after our conversation. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, Amber, I'm kidding. Stop it. It's, you're like, you, you know I'm joking. It's just, it's not fun if we don't start off with some kind of weird innuendo or some kind of insinuation that somebody said something fucked up or did something wrong. Because how would it be pot is war if we just went straight laced? Like, could you imagine if we did a sober, straight-laced episode? That'd be no fucking fun. Yeah, but you're trying to end my endo. Nah, nah, no. There, there's no in your endo, end your endo, innuendo, none of that. Your endo is safe, buddy. Don't worry. It's just an outhole. Don't worry. <laughs> it, it, it is Atlanta, but that's off limits, boys. <laughs> Anywho, let's move on to topic one. <laughs> TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, ladies and gentlemen, topic number one this evening is something that we didn't expect. And that was at the end of an amazing weekend, which started off with WandaVision and its series finale coming to America on Amazon Prime, UFC 259 on Saturday, the All-Star Game on Sunday, and then... Sunday night, we got Sparkler Fest 2021. <laughs> there are many white neighborhoods in my suburban land that love that. Sparklers, you know, they don't they don't cause a lot of fires, a lot of choking hazards, or anything like that. It was very safe, very child friendly. People appreciated that. Sparklers oh. are a good thing. I've seen gender reveal parties. Literally, there was a gender gender reveal. Jesus, I can't talk. There was a gender reveal party. Is there out a in gender Cali. reveal or a gender reveal? Because does the gender Mahal walk out for a gender reveal? How does that work? He's like, hey, what? The, 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 the. But many like, months ago, the Hollywood boys come on. And it literally set California on fire. And this gender whole match. reveals though. Greg DeMarco would love gender reveals if you could make that a thing. How is that a thing? Gender? What is gender revealing? I, I, you know, that's up to you. That's how you ever you want to write your fanfic, buddy. I have some ideas, but none that I can share on the air without getting canceled. So moving back to AEW. I guess that means somebody should tweet you or DM you for your private thoughts about how a gender reveal would work, right? Yeah, so somebody can take a screenshot of me saying something totally inappropriate, and then when we start making money off this shit, they bring it out, and now I'm canceled, and y'all fire me, and I'm pissed at y'all for firing me because y'all know y'all knew what I was from the beginning. If we haven't, can if nobody's canceled you yet, 
I don't think you're gonna get fired. I don't think you're fireable. I think we've only like fired one person. It's okay. You're much better than them. Eh, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> I'm not going there at all. But <laughs> that's a deep <laughs> cut in case anybody can figure that one out. <laughs> there we go. That was that that was very insider baseball, and I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. Bit outside. Oh yeah. I, li- I-, I like when I go a little insider baseball. What can I say? I, li- I, li- I like hitting with the two balls and three strikes. You know, full count. Everybody, bases loaded. Let's let's get going. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcast school is really paying off. Thank you very much. <laughs> I love what I know when I do it and when I'm doing it well and it's everything. And don't forget Midas and their tires. There- there's a sale going on right now. Pet Boys also has a sale. Like, don't forget to, uh, you know, tip your waitresses at the end of the uh, end of the, the set. We're all fine. It's all good. It's all dandy. Uh, two balls, three strikes. You know, bottom of the seventh. Have a good day. And the Cleveland baseball team is showing signs of life for the first time. They're starting a fight now, with themselves. Now, is the Cleveland baseball team going to do better than the Washington football team? I had to Wh- audit. Which one's the next one? I had to audit that. Uh, I had to audit that impersonation of a soundbite, by the way. So uh, should we have the Chicago hockey team next? Is that what the next one to just become known as the as the sport and the team that they happen to be representing? Is that what the next thing is? No, no, no. They've got a built-in built in fail-safe. They'll just be the Chicago Blacks. <laughs> the Chicago Blacks in hockey. Let's do it. The that's Chicago it, Blacks. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> Okay, okay, you win. I, I can't, I can't, I can't argue that at all. What the hell were Spons- we talking about before we went and Sponsored- did our little balls and oh, Sponsored by Middleton, Fest. by the way. Sponsored by Middleton. <laughs> but the the funny thing about Sparkler Fest, this wasn't a bad pay per view. I, I really liked the match with Hangman Page and Matt Hardy. I liked the the cinematic match with Darby and Sting. They've got something there with Darby. Yeah, it was a little hokey sometime. I didn't like the smacks, and I certainly didn't like the uh, the the 50-yard bomb that Darby Brady threw to Sting Moss with the baseball <laughs> bat, and he caught it with one hand. Like, that was... Come on, man. What are we doing here? But you it, know but... that's going to happen as soon as Ricky Starks knocked the bat out of his hand or whatever, however the fuck that worked when they were doing the thing. So I knew that was going to come back into play. But that, that was a good fucking cinematic. I really like that cinematic. As much as we talk shit about AEW, that was fucking good stuff. It was. And Sting oh, gets snap. The bat. That's, like, that's like Thor with we uh, got, Will. We got Durant, breaking Bob news, Robert, gentlemen. We got breaking news. Whatever it is. <laughs> Scorpio Sky has turned heel after losing in his TNT championship match to Darby Allen. So who did he turn heel on? He's he's got Scorpio Sky in an ankle lock after the match right now. Or Wait, Scorpio's Scorpio. got Darby Allen. He's got Darby Allen in an ankle lock after losing the match. So are Kaz and Daniels trying to break it up and he's the referees, fighting them off? The referees are. There's four referees in the ring now. So oh, now, now oh now and he's on his knees and he's got his hands over his face. I can't believe what I did. <gasps> I- I thought SCU were always heels. So did I, because they're they're kind of yeah. dicks. I mean, if we remember Kaz and Daniels when they were in their their TNA Impact Persuasion or even the ROH times of the Addiction or the uh, Bad Influence, like they were never exactly great guys. Though I do I do definitely respect Daniels for making the Appletini a thing of bringing it down to the 
Then the ring is his entrance motif, doing the whole Apple Teeny walk in as just being this this prissy dick about everything, and it worked very well. So uh, bad influence, addiction, whatever you want to call them, they were never exactly faces. So are we sure this is a heel turn? Well, I mean, uh, has he yeah. been like doing stuff like that after the match and everything else? Like, I mean, maybe not after the match, but. Uh, I mean, I, okay, I suppose... All right, been... fine. You know what? Fuck you. I don't watch AEW. Go to hell. And do you think I do? <laughs> I'm just going to be like, you know, Christopher Daniels and Kaz don't ex- exactly exude babyface machismo, if you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but... They're assholes. Right, <laughs> so but everybody, everybody was thrilled that he won the brass ring or whatever and said, oh, let him win the championship tonight. That was, that was you know... Yeah, I mean, I... This... This and when I say every no, when I when we talk you know, about feels don't exist though, so right. But when what we does ta- this mean? when we talk about AEW though, and I say everyone, I mean Twitter because that's where all their fans are. So ah, morons. Yes, continue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the woke brand, but you know, of course, we can't have any black champions on the woke brand. But that's neither here nor there. I, I we come we on, like man. On this show, but we'll get to that later. Come on, man. We got to get these jokes off, though, about this main event. This Because it wasn't a bad match. I will say this. The match between Kenny Omega and John Moxley. This was the best match that I've seen them have. It wasn't necessarily my thing. The what fuck? was it? The It was what? the Lions, Tigers, Bears, Exploding, Barbed Wire, Judy Bagwell on a pole, safe sex, but without a condom, Explosion, One Night Extravaganza. For the AEW title, I, I think that was the what official name, right? Safe sex without a condom. Do you wrap it in cellophane? Is that how that works? Like exactly, what is safe sex without a condom? But masturbation. Okay, no, that works. Sorry, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just wanted to know your opinion on the situation. Vasectomy, maybe. I mean, or yeah, her face. Her face also works as an answer for me. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm gonna piss some people. Oh, you're talking safe one. sex. I'm thinking pregnancy. My bad. <laughs> yeah, because what what both of y'all said, you can still catch a sexually transmitted disease through those means of sexual intercourse. But you can't catch a baby through the face, so it's okay. I heard most of them go away after eight to twelve years. At least I'd I'd rather catch a baby than a clam. What one? Hey, oh, you know, dude. sometimes I like. I had to clap so many times in the nineties. They called it a standing fuck. ovation. Yeah, fuck you, balls. That's my joke. Go to hell. <laughs> and that's my point. P the the piss that came out of PC Tunney's dick gave much more fire than the end of the main event to the AEW Revolution. <laughs> it was much unreal. more spark. There were much more explosions. <laughs> yes. And a lot more screaming. And a lot more screaming. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fair. I agree. Ten out of ten. Like, and and they built with the entire match. They said, okay, if, you know, this shit, if they're not out the ring by 30, 30 minutes, this whole shit is going to explode. And shout out to Eddie Kingston, who did the Lord's work that night. He came out. That's his friend of me, John Moxley. He tried to save his life. Eventually, he had to cover him up. On the five bloods, I'm going to fall on this grenade side of the game to save my brother. And this is what we got. And then Austin pulled the trigger, and out came the flag that went bang, and Vince McMahon pissed his pants. No, no, this is what we got. We got. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. on. Just real quick. Y'all get y'all shit in. Mm -hmm. But we're waiting for a a big-ass ring explosion, and we got this. 
Pum, pum, fizz. Pop, pop. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've shaken up Pepsi bottles. That <laughs> that fucking, fucking main event finish. But I, I agree with you that this, this show was a little. The show was a little mediocre. Like I didn't mind certain aspects. Like I love the Sting and Darby match against uh, Team Taz, and I, I like literally. I think that is equal to the Undertaker's Boneyard match. Like that was really cool. I uh, I liked how that was shot. I also liked. <laughs> I also liked Hikaru Shida versus Ryu Mizunami, even though we're not talking about that because that's going to put certain people to sleep. But uh, that that I thought was a really good match. So the main event. It was serviceable, but, like, some of the explosions were derpy. Some of the logic was inconsistent. And the match was alright. Like, like, on a scale of 1 to 5, 5 star, five star system, it was like a hard 3. Like, the coolest thing that happened was Moxley putting his foot on the rope to break the one-wing angel without actually kicking out and then having the explosion break the pin. Like, I thought that was clever. I thought that was really actually cool. But the match itself was kind of derpy. Why you give Gallows anything that can explode, that's dumb as fuck. So the fact that he walks down with an exploding bat, I'm like, you were you were really taking everyone's life into your own hands there because he's the type of motherfucker that can't walk out of a tunnel without bumping his head and you give him an exploding fucking electrically charged bat I'm like no like Gallows is like half a step away from retarded and you you almost screwed that all up but you know it looked it was cool it looked cool there were some logical inconsistencies I didn't like obviously the the fizzle at the end didn't help anything. That doesn't that doesn't hurt the match because the match ended four minutes before the fucking explosion. No, no, no. I'm saying match ended before that happened. Like there was like four minutes left on the clock when Kenny finally finished the match. So I'm like, all right, that doesn't really take away from the match. It takes away from the pay per view, but it doesn't take away from the match because the match was still okay. Can I ask you guys and a question? Like, Sure, go. Did both of you see McIntyre versus Sheamus on Monday? No. I do other things on Monday. Chris, did you see I, it? I did. Yes, I did. Would you agree with me that Andrew should watch that match? Most definitely, yes. Because Good. I, I love that kind of thing. I love recommendations to watch matches because I will gladly watch it. Because here's what I'm saying is they didn't have an exploding barbed wire ring but they did not know St. Patrick's Day is next week you should have an exploding casket fucking four leaf clover fucking Darby O'Gill on a bowl match it's going to be fantastic but they Sean did... Connery from the dead could show up it's fantastic <laughs> welcome to the rock uh, but they did have some kind of but they did have I don't can't remember if it was a street fight or no DQ or whatever but they had a street fight so I want you to. I would like. I would love to hear your opinion on which match, like without you know pre sprinkler sprinkler sparkler fest. They didn't need. They didn't need any sprinklers. Trust me. Fantastic. Uh, keep sprinklers. That's good. So pre pre sparkler fest. I want you to tell me which match was better. All right, that's cool. I'll watch that. I'll watch that before I do the whole top five thing, and we'll we'll talk about that next week. But it's I mean, hard. It, but it's difficult though because both matches had bullshit finishers. 
Uh, gun to my head, I would probably say Drew and Sheamus just because the whole barbed wire exploding Judy Bagwell on a pole, safe sex without a condom. You didn't like the end of that match? Eh, it was a little bullshitty, man. I don't know. When you watch it back on the replay, it looks pretty good. But can we just get back to laughing at the... Can we get back to laughing at the AEW match? Like, this shit was fucking hilarious. Nobody else thought this was hilarious. Like, this was not... Wasn't it hilarious? that fucking travesty of a ladder match that they fucking did a brass ring thing for? Like, that was pretty bad. You you used a four-syllable word. I'm going to use a three-syllable word. You said hilarious. I'll say apropos. Okay. I could say anti-disestablishmentarianism. You could say apparently suck balls. I said anti-disestablishmentarianism. I got it out there. Took me a it's second. It's like you started stuttering before you got to the ramp. No, it's because we've been drinking for three weeks or three hours or I don't know some some number of some number of time before the recording because of the previously explained uh, technical difficulties. So I am way more booze into usually than I am. And I know I, know, I said that that way. I know nine syllables you really like. I butt chug salt water all the time. What what are those nine syllables? I need to know now. Like well, I'll play it again for I'll play it again for you. I butt chug salt water all the time. <laughs> yep, you got it, Pat. Go ahead. You want to tell them what it is? Now, this week they can't hear the audio while I play it. Only you can hear it. So this is funny. Did you guess yeah, it, Platt? Difficulties are I fun. Did. So Platt, what did you figure out? Did you get the answer? The million I, dollar pyramid? What I, what is it? What is it? I, I did get the answer. It's all about your proclivities with uh anal glands and salt water. Oh. <laughs> well fuck you. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Boy, this audio setup would really work for a for a, a, a rousing game of, of name that tune. Too bad we can't hear the tune. I mean, like, I can name the tune in actually zero tunes because we can't hear shit. <laughs> I, I, I'm I trolling you. The tune. I, was trolling I clearly you. heard the tune because I knew what he was talking about. You're just the next level genius. That's what it is. Like, oh, you, shut you, up. You were <laughs> just on a different level than the rest of us, Chris. That's what it is. Like, you know, I, I aspire to be like you. When I grow up, I want to be like Chris Platt. That's that's what my whole that that's my life motto. All right, here's what so I want to do. Disclosure. Hold on, okay. real quick, Tony. Right, yeah. full, full disclosure. I don't take any compliments from white people seriously because I just feel like they're full of shit and they're gassing me up for some reason. Yeah, I just feel like you're full of shit. Anytime you give me a compliment, anytime y'all give me a compliment, it's like this. Oh, Castilian, so it doesn't really matter if uh, how I look. It's like this. Oh, you're so smart, but you look at me like I'm smart, like a monkey using a fork. You'd say, "Oh yeah, that's an intelligent monkey." You don't say that. That's not true. (laughs) Shut up. No, no. I can think of other people that I refer to as an intelligent monkey. And no, you already you, you already fucked your shit up. I can think of other people I've referred to as a monkey. You already fucked your shit up. We should probably go to topic two before you get us all. Just, no, no, no. I'm not even trying to be racist. I'm yeah, just let's, let's, you know, I want you to verify that you're talking about Andrew and not me. 
Yes, he's talking about me. That's why I fell on the sword there. That's how that one whole works. Oh, so crikey. like, ah, Kenny, no, no, no. help you... us, Kenny, help us. This is your oh, boy okay. Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Indeed, indeed, thechairshot.com. Sports entertainment and sports entertainment. That's where you're going to find everything that satisfies all of your... Go ahead, go ahead Chris, you're going to interrupt me, yeah. Yes, I'm glad that you all are entertained because, goddammit, I'm triggered. Go ahead. What are you triggered on? I, what did I do? <laughs> I, I am not involved in this fucking I guess, I guess bullshit okay argument. So, uh, good for you on the Chadwick Boseman side of the game. Triggered, whatever. What it's all right. You said it. Don't worry about it. What's going on today? Rude. What the hell does that even mean? I don't even know what that means, man. Could you elaborate, it's please? Movie, he said. What the fuck was it? Like the the Bridges movie that he came out with, where the, 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 the one fucking <laughs> the one fucking trailer I remember seeing was something like, "If you call me a trigger, you need to have perfect diction to say that fucking line." And I'm like, "That is fucking. That's so fucking clever. Like I love that fucking line. Like he was that was that was a fucking good way to run someone down and call him a racist without calling him straight up." Okay, cool. Tony? I like it! Why am I supposed to follow that? I have fun with references. It's not my fault that sometimes it's just a reference for me. I like references. I can tell you MJF. I don't know how to follow that. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. MJF, FTR, Wardlow, formerly... I I wasn't sure if you were just starting with three-letter words. No, 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 no. And Sean Spears, Tully, are burying... Ortiz and Santana and Jericho in the ring right now. Did you say LaShawn Spears? What do you think it's a pigment? I didn't say LaShawn Spears. You said Spears. Yes, you did. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. I did not mean to. Well, Ray turned Vision into a black guy, so what do you want me to do about it? Somebody post of Twitter with V. I love that was great. That was great. I loved it. It's, I thought it was excellent. It's Lawanda Vijan. That, that was the show. Turtleneck and the chain and Vijan. Yeah. Oh, have, have you heard of the ship of thesis? It's like, oh, shit. I think it's, it's so, like, I love that meme so much. Like, it's so good. I think it sounded like Lawanda. that, Chris, because I was stalling because I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with you. But that's a that's a great love story. That's a great love story. Sean Spears. Spears. For like a half a second, you forgot Ray's name. How could you? Like you do shows with him. How dare you? Oh, he got Jericho got juice too. He's bleeding from his temple. Yeah, I'm watching. Hoofy, Hoofy's not there. Hoofy and Guerrero is nowhere near Jericho right now. Don't lie. Don't lie to the people. Tell them the truth. Tell them, tell them the truth. So I guess this is Jericho's heel turn, or face turn, rather. Perhaps he shouldn't have spent the last nine months being a heel. Jericho is the personification from that line in the Dark Knight. Jericho. Die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. I feel like Jericho is the personification of that no, right now. Jericho's not going to wrestle long much longer. I'm a fucking dweeb. He, That's wants, what to it be, is. he like, wants to be the Jericho. commentary. Joke. Oh, Wardlow's powerbombing. This this is one of our best Potters Wars ever. Jericho's a fucking joke. Really? Like, he went yeah, cool got the to too. Derby as fuck. I was being like, facetious. I, I, 
Lesnar make more sense than Chris Jericho in the last fucking 12 months. Oh, he's bloody. Like, fuck him. <laughs> I think that duct tape knocked him out. <laughs> See it? Look at him. I'm not going to watch AEW unless you pay me. And that's not going to happen. So, like, what, what what's going on right now? Is, is somebody, like, duct taping... Duct taping Jericho. Ward, Wardlow power bombed him off the off the stage down on some oh, tables. Fuck him. Like there we go. Cleveland's own Wardlow. All right. Anyway, topic number two. I, 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 I was almost going to suggest like a free form show here today, just because of all the bullshit we went through getting started. I mean, this is a free form show normally because we're speaking, so it happens. That's just usually what happens. Folks, so. <laughs> just so, you know, Andrew geez. had a two-hour head start tonight. <laughs> I have had so much alcohol. I am way more drunker right than I usually am. You thought Margarita Tunney was funny? Like, I am way more ahead than I usually am. Like, this is like, woo! Oh, shit. You thought Margarita Tunney was funny is funny in and of itself. That was hilarious. That sentence was hilarious. That but should you're, be the, you're done. That, that should be the title of the show. You thought Margarita Tunney was funny and then an ellipsis, and it's fantastic. I love it. So, Tunney, put yourself over, motherfucker. Make that the title. You're, you're done, son. You need to drink some water. Go get you some water. Tunney and I, we'll talk water. for a few minutes. Go get some water. Oh, go get some more booze. Water is for, like, birds and people who like liquefaction. I don't like that. There could be what a more the fuck is, there could be a more epic cool exchange cool. on the other side of another bottle. So go grab another one. Or this could also be the last bot is forever. So I mean, I've, I've got line. a Guinness blonde in my head. One of the few blondes that I actually like is a Guinness blonde, a Baltimore blonde. So like, I'm like, I'm very happy with this booze. So we're gonna continue to drink, and it's not gonna be be water. So it's gonna be fun. So hey, this is what happens when we have technical difficulties for like two and a half hours, and I show up late. But it's yeah, actually let's, I was, so yeah, you're, you're lucky. You're lucky you added that. You're lucky you what? added that. We were about to bury your ass too. Chris thought the same thing. If you didn't you say, yeah, bury, <laughs> you cannot bury what's already dead, motherfucker. So you have a fun time trying, and then we'll see what's going. I've been canceled since like 1999. Motherfuckers just haven't caught up with me yet. That's how this one works. So bury away, bitches, and fuck you, bitch. I'm a natural blonde. God damn it. <laughs> In what world? In blonde, what? Where, where is the blonde? Where is in the my, blonde? In my beard, you son of a bitch. Oh, That's what? blonde. Not, that ain't gray. That's blonde. not gray. That's Look, blonde. What is this? Know. Just because your peanut butter complexion does not make you blonde in the fucking beard. <laughs> That's not how this works. Like, I don't want to hear any kind of blonde. Keep up with Andrew. You are not getting any kind of call from Uncle Adolf about the Aryan fucking nation because you got blonde somewhere in the beard. Don't give me that shit. Don't be mad at me because I'm a natural natural blonde, you son of a bitch. And blonde, a natural? You have a natural? Yeah. Is that where you're going natural like Nazi? Is that where you're going with this whole comment? Is that that's just gorgeous? That's a nice way to transition through the whole thing. So we're talking about Uncle Adolf and blondes. Is that where you're going? The it's Aryan not- nation. 
it's no. not like I'm it's not like I'm dying this shit, motherfucker. I'm not about to stick and die my goddamn hair. I can't help it. I, I instead of turning gray, I turn blonde, motherfucker. Don't be mad at me. I've got a beard that goes Tomatonga levels of the game where I've got the fucking gray at the fucking right here in the middle of the beard right here. So like I get to be the good bad guy. And it's fucking fantastic. It's the beauty about being a brunette. So the gray comes through nice, and I get that salt and pepper kind of thing, and it's just fucking fantastic. Your your beard looks like you're the main villain in Die Hard 28, motherfucker. Ain't nobody fucking with you. With your, your fucking I want to be villain of the fucking Die Hard 28. I want to be Hans Gruber's double cousin, nephew, fucking grandson, or whatever the hell it happens to be. Drop me off a Nakatomi Plaza. Have fucking, have fucking Bruce Willis show up in a walker or whatever the fuck he needs to be, and we're gonna have a fun time with Die Hard fucking Dr. Pepper 28, wherever the fuck we happen to be, and it's gonna be fucking fantastic. <laughs> I can put on the German accent. The German accent is very good. You know, I can I can make it very happy. I could do the nice raving. I could do the nice German. It's so good. Go uns, 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 uns. It's nice. I'm, Thank you very much. I'm, I'm not taking shit from you with your uh, your fucking villain number five from John Wick as beard, okay? I'm not taking shit from you. Today. John Wick is a fucking popular fucking action movie right now. I, you, you're just naming fantastic shit. If I'm in Die Hard or John Wick, that's money, motherfucker. You know, fucking, fucking uh, Kevin Nash was in John Wick at some point. This is all good shit. Who else do you want me to interact with? I could do it. It's fine. Don't you worry. We can have a fun time right now. John Wick, Die Hard, what we doing? You don't even get storyline in John Wick. You're the guy that when John comes in the building, you turn to everybody and says, I got him. And then he just kicks you in your fucking temple and you're dead. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Still get paid for two lines. It's fantastic. Yeah, do, can we talk some wrestling? What what was it, was there a topic to? Is there a? Topic? I don't know. You started with AEW. That's not really wrestling to me. That's gimmicky crap. So do we want to talk real wrestling? Because I'm, I'm I'm all game for real wrestling. So if Tony wants to appreciate real wrestling and throw a real topic at me, maybe I will sober up or at least you know play sober to a degree because you know if nash and scott hall could fucking make it work on quaaludes i could definitely make it work on a few beers and some jack and cokes or cracking and cokes whatever fuck you want to call so like uh are we talking about real wrestling today or are we just gonna keep talking about sparkler fest because you know i've gone to some fourth of july fucking celebrations i've been around white people i am white people so i know how shitty fucking 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 fourth fucking july 4th things go so let's go like what kind of sparkling fest we're working with here what's the next topic buddy all right fine real wrestling let's talk some real wrestling andrew roh they got a big pay-per-view coming up go Fuck ROH, that's not real wrestling. They are crap. They have Matt Davin. They are shit. What the fuck? They have Mike Kanellis, Mike Bennett. What the fuck? He's garbage. Garbage. OG Kingdom, I don't give a shit. Like, that is crap. The foundation is built on a mountain of shit. Like, Jonathan Gresham, Jay Lethal, it's crap. ROH is dead. ROH is shit. We're not talking about ROH. Anyway, real wrestling, please. 
you you do realize that people wrestle outside of the continent of Asia, right? I do. I, I like too. wrestling too. Zack Saber, cool man. What can I say? Well, can we talk about Impact first? <laughs> I mean, we can. What do we want to talk about Impact? I cover that normally. That one on, on the Chairshot.com. That is something I cover every week. So you, you you see that I like I know I know Impact stuff. So are we talking about Impact? Are we talking about? Are we talking about it? <laughs> I I have no idea what's happening right now. I heard I there was, was a bear one game. time that uh, <laughs> ate seventy pounds of cocaine after it got dropped out of this plane, and they're gonna do actually a movie on it. And Elizabeth Banks is good, and I'm like wondering if like the bear came to Andrew's house and ate Andrew, and he's just like talking to us right now. He's well, like, I got about forty more pounds over here. I love this cracking. Yes, every wrestling. The bear might not have shown up, but the cocaine did. It was like a delayed kind of delivery. It's like Amazon only delivered half of it. And the other half was lost in transit. The bear is in Afghanistan right now. I don't know why, but it's fucking funny. But I got the cocaine. I am your happy boy. All right, well, let's... So what do you want to do? All right. What impact? Take a deep breath. Impact? Take, a, impact take a really deep breath, and I can talk for 20 seconds. Yeah, to yourself, to yourself. So speaking of where bears roam in the northern, you know, part of North America, there's also many a moose. And transitioning-wise... Like yes, talk about mooses, yes. It's funny, moose don't necessarily get into fights with a lot of swans, but it seems like <laughs> we may have some sort of epic battle of the sorts. Oh, you see, YouTube used to have a show about epic rap battles, but I don't think you can really have an epic rap battle between mooses and swans or mises and swannies. So I'm like, I'm not really sure where we're going with this, but if we're talking about impact, we've got rich homie swan against moose at sacrifice. There's like a 141 and two thirds percent chance that rich swan is probably winning this match because, you know, they're just not going to do the smart thing. They're not going to put the money on Moose because Moose is the truth. And much, much like Chris liked to talk about before, about he was all game for Moose and I was a little negative. Moose has finally figured it out. Moose is where you should put your money on. Moose is what Impact should lay their fucking everything. All the chips should be on the table, on the Moose table. But they're not going to do that. They're going to give Rich the fucking probably, most likely, they're going to give Rich the fucking title versus title, fuse the TNA and Impact titles together again, and then fucking have him job out to fucking Kenny Omega because Kenny Omega's fucking yank, Don Callis is fucking pretty bird, and then it's fucking bullshit. And I don't know. Like, I'm not a huge fucking fan of it, obviously, because I'm not a huge fan of Omega. And when it comes to Omega... Like, like I said, I think I said in my uh, Impact review this week, Omega is Greek for last. And so is Ultima. Or Ult Ultimo is Spanish for last. But Ultima is a Final Fantasy reference. So if he becomes Kenny Ultima, and he end ends up being like the first and last Ultimo <laughs> reference, I'm just, I'm just not going to love it. Ultimo Dragon is the fucking, you know, the eight championships, the nine championships, and it's fantastic, but you got fucking Kenny Omega trying to fucking be fucking cool boy, 
fucking Kenny Omega champion fucking for Triple H, fucking Ultima champion for all this. Triple A, I don't know. Like, fuck this. Fuck Kenny Omega. Fuck all this bullshit. It's gonna go to Swan. Moose is gonna get screwed. Kenny, uh, fucking Rich Swan is gonna job to Kenny Omega. And I'm not happy. Is it gonna probably be a good match? Of course, because Moose figured it out, so Moose is fucking fantastic. But if they don't fucking put the rocket ship on mute, a moose and fucking make it something so that he can chase. I don't know, man. It's gonna be fucking annoying. I don't know. Like, you know impacts what? in me right now. What's up, buddy? You talk, talk to me. Talk like don't make yeah. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me, buddy. Let's go. <laughs> you know what? Fuck Come it. On. There's nothing that I'm gonna say that's gonna be better than that. Why don't you go ahead and extrapolate upon your problems with Kenny Omega? <laughs> Oh, you mean Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang? Like fucking Kenny Omega? Fucking Kenny Olivier? Fucking bullshit ass motherfucker who can't okay, wrestle his way out of a wet paper bag if he tried to, unless it's with a Japanese guy in a Japanese crowd? Like Kenny Omega is fucking. He, he is dog water mixed with dog shit. Like, it's fucking fantastically terrible. Like, how awful he is when it comes to anything not perceived through a Japanese lens. And I don't know. Like, I I think Rich Swan has got the better story because Rich Swan lost to him. He lost at the uh, multi-man tag. And it's it's a good attempt, attempt at a redemption arc for Rich Swan. But when it comes down to it, Rich Swan's going to fail. Kenny Omega's going to get the Impact title. They're going to fuse the Impact and the TNA title. And it's gonna it's just gonna be bullshit. It's gonna be Kenny Omega trying to be Ultimo Dragon, and I have no no interest in that whatsoever. Cause Kenny Omega is about as talented as the last time I took a shit in my pants and it dripped down in my socks and I decided to walk on it on old shoes. Like that's why. Oh, like oh, like okay, I, oh, okay, I okay buddy, hold on, hold on, buddy. Prince. No, no, no Wait, reason. Your shoe prints are more talented than fucking Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is a fucking garbage can made out of diarrhea, and I can't fucking make fucking make heads or tails of why people like him. Like fucking Twinkle Toes, McFinger Bang, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Like he is fucking the worst thing to grace the fucking squared circle since. I don't know, since Mark Miro, probably, because Mark Miro is pretty much of a fucking joke. Well, but, like, hold, on, hold on, buddy. No no need to get into your, your personal life and what you did this weekend. I, I just asked your opinion. No, on, no, no. I finger-banged that last. I'll give you some ideas on what I did to some girls last weekend. Like, it's all right. Don't worry about it. Sometimes yeah, I, I was talking about the, the shit in your pants part. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, I'm more focusing on the shit in your pants part. That's, that's oh, oh shit in my pants. Oh, no, I'm not yeah. that old yet. That's you. You're 40. I'm not. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> out of out of the two of us, which one of us has shitted our pants more recently? I'm. I was bet money at you. Fair. The answer is AJ. AJ shitted his pants last year. You get that story on DWI podcast because he had a fucking terrible fucking situation. I have not shitted in my pants because I know where a toilet is. But AJ, on the other hand, like that motherfucker, he's like, oh, it was a good time. Well, I hope you're still pitching 90 on the speedometer because thank you. Thank you, AJ. Thank you. And get him some water, too. Could you do that? Could you put a bottle of water next to him? Or even if it's faucet water, just get some water next to this melon farmer. Please. I hope you heard me. Please. 
We'll see if he heard. Maybe no. Maybe he's too busy shitting himself right now. But anyway, what were you trying to get at about fucking, fucking Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang? What are you going to go with? Come on. Talk to me, buddy. Yeah, you're going to regret that one tomorrow. I don't regret most things I say because it's, you know, the beauty about drunk thoughts, as you much know, is that there's some truth. And then the, the drunk just takes away the filter and then I don't give a fuck. Oh, look, it's clear. And it's not vodka, because I don't like clear. Thank but, you, AJ. Thank you. I don't know. I don't, I don't like clear or vodka. that too, AJ. He's, right now, his brother's flipping the bird, and he earned it. Like, you yeah, just went on yeah. the national last podcast. That's going to be an interesting story of Punches bring up the whole shit of himself during a DWI podcast. Yeah. So, that's fun. Uh, so, uh, oh! No! Oh no! It's Adam. He's back again. AJ with the fingers. Anyway, what were you getting at, Chris? Topic three, because I don't, I don't know where to go from here. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Well, <clears throat> what, 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 what we are have, we supposed to do, Tony? I mean, <laughs> we have. Well, here's the problem. Now we have we have we have three topics left, and the last topic is the last topic, and I don't know that either of the next two topics are going to be. Um, yeah, just I keep. I want you to keep drinking. I don't really give a shit. As long as you're going to be okay, I just keep drinking. Fuck it's it. okay. I got water now. I'm going to be better, and I'm going to totally be more sober. I'm not. I'm going to be a complete fucking illegitimate prick. It's going to be belligerent, illegitimate, all the fucking good words. I'm going to be a fucking asshole. I mean, I got water now. It's okay. Don't worry. You have fun. You talk about your topics. You bring them up, and I'll talk about them in the nice way. Don't you worry. No twinkle toes, finger bang anymore. Actually, this is perfect. Uh, New Japan Cup is the first round is coming to an end near close. And I, I want to hear your honest-to-God thoughts on your feelings about the booking that's happened for New, J- Cup, New Japan Cup so far. I'm the drunk one. You shouldn't be tripping over the fucking sentence there. But anyway, so when it comes to New Japan Cup, actually the New Japan Cup's been okay. Because we've had a good match against Ten- uh, Tenzan and Osprey. We've had Shingo, or as Chris likes to put him, Thicky Ricardo against Okada. And he played against the whole, you know, uh, back injuries for a while. He got through. Evil had a bye. Tanahashi had a bye. Jeff Cobb got got over uh, Satoshi Kojima. And Yano decided to upset Bad Luck Fale. And it was a good time. Until fucking today. And I say today because we record this on Wednesday. And the beauty of the fact that this goes up on Thursday we recorded on Wednesday, is that I had to actually sit through the 310 version of fucking whatever the hell the last round of the first the last few matches of the first round was for the New Japan Cup. And we had some of the worst garbage in the world. Like, it was it was the most mediocre fall asleep I don't even know I don't even have great words for it, but it just didn't, it did not inspire anything aside from a coma to me. 
when it comes down to Chase Owens versus David Finley, who cares? Yoshihashi versus Yujiro Takahashi. The best thing about either Yoshihashi or Yujiro Takahashi is Yujiro Takahashi's theme song is fucking fire. That is fucking gorgeous. I love Yujiro Takahashi's theme song. He hasn't been relevant since he was in No Limit, which is a tag team with uh, Tetsuya Naito about a decade ago, but his fucking theme song is fucking fire. Then we had fucking Jay White against Toa Hanare. Hanare, the fucking senior young boy who never went on an excursion, stayed in New Japan, has tried to be tough against like Makabe and Ishii, and now he picks a fight with Jay White because quarantine ruined his his uh, New Japan Cup last year. And what the fuck do we care? They're both from New Zealand. Toa Hanare is more on the Maori side. He's, you know, he's more of an islander. He's more of more of the the actual islander New Zealand, and Jay White is more of the white version. The the British, you know, come over because you know that's how Australia New Zealand thing started, kind of version of uh, their ancestry. But like, who gives a fuck? Like, Toa Hanare is cool to a degree. He's a tough guy, but is he on Jay White's level? No. Do I give a shit about today? No. The 310 show of fucking New Japan was so god-awfully boring. I think falling into a coma, falling on the fucking sidewalk, and fucking getting run over by children would have been more entertaining than fucking watching this bullshit. I could have shit myself. To go back to the last topic we were talking about. And I would have had more fun than watching Chase Owens and fucking David Finlay. He's a Finlay. Who gives a fuck? And fucking Yoshihashi and Yujiro. The fucking Tokyo Pimps and fucking Loose Explosion. Like I already said, there could have been a loose explosion in my pants and I would have had a lot more fun than Yoshihashi being involved in a show. And then fucking Jay White couldn't even save this travesty of a fucking fuck-all. But you know, Thursday, when this goes up, 3-11, we're supposed to have the beginning of of the second round. So maybe it'll be more interesting. Maybe Jeff Cobb versus Evil. Uh, or the Yano match. Well, actually, Yano versus Okan. Maybe that will be interesting. Maybe! But who knows? I don't know. But guess what? I don't care. If I have to shit myself to be amused through this show, that's a problem. So guess what? That's where I'm at. The last day of New Japan Cup is shit myself worthy. The previous few days actually been pretty fucking fun because like I said Chris Chris Platt likes to call him Thicky Ricardo Shingo Takagi fucking getting the big win over Kazuchika Okada I love Takagi I love Shingo and I loved him in Dragon Gate I loved him now but we'll see where he goes hopefully he beats Goto but I don't know now uh, Chris my, 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 my brother my, my best friend how can you follow that you gonna have some fun you gonna actually uh Add to this wonderful conversation of New Japan Cuppery? 
So first and foremost, I'm going to remind everybody to go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and pick up an official Chair Shot t-shirt. If you appreciate the content that we provide day in and day out here at The Chair Shot, make sure you make sure that we keep providing that content day in and day out here at The Chair Shot by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash The Chair Shot. Please and thank you, thank you, and please. And quite frankly, there's absolutely, positively, Nothing that I'm going to be able to say that's going to be any better than what you just heard. There's nowhere to go from there. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, that was Beyonce. And now, here's more entertainment. There's nothing I'm going to say that's going to top anything that you just said, <laughs> brother. So go off. I mean, I already said what I needed to. Like, this last day was terrible. We talked about it last week. That as much as we put over Ghetto for putting together a really good show, that fucking fourth quadrant was fucking trash can, and this was the trash can show. This was who gives a fuck. This, like, the fact that Bushi got a win over show in an undercard match, and I could fucking put together threads of why that made more sense, because show beat Bushi on the 49th anniversary show, and it's probably going to start off some weird junior feud rivalry between them to get a shot at Desperado. The fact that that had more intrigue than anything else that went on in this entire fucking show is a motherfucking problem like I don't know how you feel I don't know how, well I know how I feel but the fact that this last day was complete last day bullshit and the fact that the matches sucked the fucking I don't, I don't even know like hopefully the second round is more interesting Hopefully it's just more consistent. I want consistency out of New Japan. New Japan's cool. biggest issue in the last nine months they've been back is the fact that they go from one good show to one shit fucking show. Or they go from a show with one really good main event to one shitty main event. And it's like, they need to just write the ship. They need to be consistent. Like, they used to be some of the most consistent wrestling in the game. And... Quarantine fucked things up, I'm aware. COVID fucked a lot of things up. But they have suffered so fucking much from just not knowing how to rebound, not knowing how to stabilize. And it's it's sad to watch a, a brand that used to be known for great storytelling and great matches turn into whatever the fuck today was. Because... Yeah, whenever David Finley getting a Hurricane Rana win over fucking Chase Owens is supposed to be a big deal, that's a problem. Chase Owens so, is about as relevant as a hemorrhoid on my fucking asshole. And David Finley getting right. a win, Where you who cares? <laughs> when you start talking about your hemorrhoid, I feel as if I've got to step in here just slightly and say something. From you who loves to talk about hemorrhoid issues... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, touche. I can't really argue that. <laughs> but, I mean, but just being fair. So, number one, the, the one takeaway that I took away from the New Japan Cup is that my man, Shingo, he did beat Okada. And they played it up as a big deal because of Okada's neck issues. This would be a perfect opportunity to elevate him without him having to actually win the heavyweight title. But if he was to breeze through this tournament and then face Obushi, number one, 
one is going to be a great match. And again, it's a way to elevate him, I, at least in my opinion. And New Japan, I, I, I do feel bad for them because, and it sucks because they actually did the right thing during the whole pandemic situation. They shut shit down and, and let their country figure stuff out. And, the, and as a result, they lost a lot of steam. Even though they did the right thing, they did lose a lot of steam. So they're trying to figure things out from here on out. So, you know, I'm not disagreeing with what you said, but at the same point in time, it's hard for me to fault them for doing the right thing. Oh, sure. I mean, I get what you're saying, but all Japan was able to do shows without fans. Noah was able to do shows without fans. And Noah... Noah made their bones. They actually found a new foothold in 2020 because of the fact that they did shows with no fans. So, New Japan went too safe on that side of the game, and that screwed them. And we're seeing where that's going. Like, obviously, there were, there were I think there was a couple outbreaks between All Japan and New Japan, because All Japan Zeus had an issue, Noah had a few few situations but nobody really had a big big explosion and Noah Goshiozaki had his whole fucking gigantic year you know all Japan <clears throat> Suwama had a big year but it it was overshadowed by the fact that Noah kind of cemented themselves as the new burgeoning brand and New Japan didn't do shit New Japan stayed stagnant New Japan screwed themselves. So you you say it's the right thing, but the fact that Japan had a better hold on it than most people, and every other big brand still did shows, and yet New Japan chose not to, that's a problem. Like, New Japan suffered. New Japan got screwed. Like, even Stardom. Even Stardom has recovered better than New Japan has. The fact that the Stardom... March 3rd anniversary show, the All-Star Cinderella event, whatever they want to call it, did more buy rate or more more, uh, more crowd attendance than New Japan did in the Budokan by about 300. You had Tam Nakano beating Julia, Julia having the hair versus hair, and she did, she's doing the, the bald G.I. Jane look, which is going over big with fans. You had Utami beating uh, Saya Kamitani. You had Yoshiko coming in to, you know, kind of get a get a palate cleanser with Mayu Iwatani, and it was it was just fantastic how even Stardom did better than New Japan, and they're owned by the same fucking company. So it's weird that New Japan is having such gigantic issues figuring it the fuck out when literally everything else, including their sister promotion, can figure it out. Like it's 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 mind-boggling almost. Do you guys want to play a fun game? <clears throat> Ooh, what kind of game? I mean, like this is like what you this is what Platt's been waiting for. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I've I've slowly Tell tried me. to turn him away from this kind Tell of me. podcast, and now Andrew's in the right mood set. <laughs> do you want to? Oh, the student is drunk. But there we go. Would you guys like to troll AEW fans? Always. I hate those people. Continue. Wow! What? Oh shit! Should I should not have said that? Should I no, not have I'm, been vocal? I'm I'm always down for a good troll. So what you got? 
And I'm always down for AEW hate because fuck those guys. But continue. Man, I can't believe I'm doing this. But all right, so apparently <laughs> there were audio issues with the Ethan Page and Lee Johnson match. Wow, no way. I'm surprised. This so, is my shock. So Tony Khan tweeted, thank you to everyone for watching AEW Dynamite tonight live on mm-hmm. TNT. Due to audio issues at TNT, after tonight's live show ends up being uploading the entire... Oh, I'm sorry. After tonight's show, it's it's hard to read this. After tonight's <laughs> live show ends, I'll be there's no punctuation, so it's hard to like figure where you're going. I mean, if you've heard Tony Khan talk, he kind of talks like an illiterate child, so it's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. After tonight's have, live show just ends, just smarmy about it, and you you'll have his entire flow and cadence. This after tonight's show, after tonight's live show ends. I'll be uploading the entire Paige Johnson match with full audio intact. Now, live on Dynamite, the TNT title match, Darby Allen, Scorpio Sky. I don't want you to troll that. I want you to I want you to listen to some of these responses, and then you either say pass or or, or have a have a crack at it. But it's got to be quick quips, okay? Maybe 15, 20 seconds. Are we ready? Sure. Chris, you down? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do it. So one response. Don't thank us. Thank you, Papa Khan. If it wasn't for you, a lot of people, including me, wouldn't be watching wrestling today. Dude, does well, his dick reach tonsils? Because that's fucking embarrassing. Like, that's holy fucking shit. Like, oh, fuck AEW stands. That's disgusting. Chris, what's your response to that? Well, it's not as good as that, but I was going to say, <laughs> well, um, have, have you had some pussy this week? Because perhaps if you did, you wouldn't be worried about this shit. Mm-hmm. There we go. All right, next. A lot of us would still be waiting for New Japan tours to care about wrestling pre-2019. I mean, yeah, because New Japan's been fucking sad. Chris? Well, a lot of you be would be waiting on New Japan tours, but not the wrestling company, because that's the only time you get your dick wet. Mm-hmm. I like that but one. There's New Japan tours. <laughs> I get what you're getting at. It's a good play on words. I mean, there's a, a a theme here. If you haven't picked up what I'm putting oh, down, oh, I have. Let me. Uh, I, I, I picked up what you're putting down. Let me mix it up a little bit. Let me Swiffer. Let me mix it up and give you the other side of it. Did your pyro guy do the audio today? Oh, fucking good. I want to become friends with that guy. That's my response. My response is, why was your mom's pancakes subpar this morning when we were at the dinner table? Wow, come on. Just because he lives in a basement doesn't mean you have to bury him. He's I'm at least on a, our side, or he's on my side. The anti aw fuck him side. I'm just saying a little less water and a little more cinnamon goes a long way with the pancakes. I feel the same way about my tea. I'm going to plead with you not to make the same mistake Impact made, and that is simply hiring old names to build your company. Don't simply make this a WCW reunion tour because Cody remembers these guys from the old days when they worked with his dad. AEW already re-signed Sting and Christian Cage. They are literally Mr. Anderson and Kurt Angle short of being TNA in 2006. Like, what the fuck are we missing here? Like, AEW is a fucking goddamn godforsaken joke. They are a wasteland of who gives a fuck. But anyway, that's right, because Cody said something about how, like, they only have certain people from AEW on their 
on their radar and blah 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 but apparently if you're from TNA or if you follow that motif then you're fine fucking stupid ass fucking fucking Jacksonville Dixie shit Chris what do you think buddy I'm just saying to be fair clearly to signing fair? Paul White no to be fair signing Paul White which was a big addition but signing sure. Paul White clearly cut into their high roll slash explosion money just because he's over seven feet tall, it's not that big of a deal. Just because it takes up a lot of fucking space. Who gives a shit? What's he gonna do? Who's he gonna put over? He's fucking worthless. Give me a break here. He hasn't been worth anything since 2015. Really, what I just said wasn't even kind of funny? A little bit. But I'm just I'm just being an asshole. Cause I'm yeah, well, they, yeah, they can't all be winners. Fair enough. I'm just saying. I'm also being honest here. <laughs> Alright, that concludes our time trolling AEW tweets and just to be fair, maybe we'll keep this as a segment and we'll troll a different company's tweets next week In I fact, like this, maybe we'll this just, is a good one maybe to make it completely 100% fair so people don't go crazy and send all their hate mail to add its me DPP maybe we'll troll <laughs> maybe we'll troll WWE tweets next week alright folks, so oh, just I, realize I all right, maybe we'll Japan maybe we'll troll New Japan tweets, fucker. Yeah, fuck fuck yeah, that's me, right. That's what I'd like to hear. Yeah, fuck yeah. New Japan. <laughs> fuck them right in the ass. Chris, last thoughts. What? We're going to move on. What the fuck am I supposed to say, man? All right, great. Great, we're going to do a commercial then. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. I butt chug salt water all the time. All right, folks, welcome back to Pod Is War. Thanks for listening in. And like Christopher Platt always said, head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Pick up a chairshot t shirt, makes a great gift. I guarantee you. You won't regret it. Very, very fun topic here that I'm sure Chris would love to get kicking off with us here right now. And and that's a topic of one that's been a Twitter feud between a couple of people. One on the entertainment side, one on the sports entertainment side. Randy Orton is not only having problems with Alexa Bliss and The Fiend, but Randy Orton and Soulja Boy seem to be having one hell of a feud on Twitter. Christopher Platt, would you like to lead this topic, please? So this is hilarious because I feel like they're both working and I don't know if either one of them are working and it feels like they're working themselves into a shoot. So this started and Tony, while I'm talking, man, if you could try to find Soulja Boy's response on Twitter, so maybe we can might I, be able to play that. Can there. I just can I just say something? I'll I'll read it. Sure, I'll course. read the Twitter responses, but um, can I just say that it initially started with a response from T-Bar from Di- from Dijakovic? Uh, 
That is true. Yeah, so. that's how it started. So, so Soldier Boy initially threw out a tweet a few weeks ago saying that rap, the rap game right now is faker than WWE. So that was the impetus for all of this shit, which it's all hilarious to me. But that that's where this all started from, and then we can go from there. Or not. It's going to be a second, brother. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, that's where it started. And T-Bar from Retribution, he responded to what Soldier Boy said. Ultimately, Randy Orton also responded to what Soldier Boy Fuck said. That. Who you... cares? Iron Sheik got a response from Soldier Boy after backing up Randy Orton. Let's go I'm there. I'm glad you noticed the Iron Sheik one because I noticed that earlier today, too, because that was fucking fantastic. Okay, so Soldier Boy tries to talk shit to Iron Sheik, yeah. and that's fantastic. Fuck the soldier, fuck the soldier jabroni boy. I break his fucking neck with my baby finger. So can I give you Soldier Boy's response? Because I just pulled that up to what yeah, Sheiky baby just yeah, said. Yeah. And I quote: "You won't do shit. I'll Superman your goofy looking ass. Don't play with me. Turn you to the iron bitch." Ooh. <laughs> yeah, are we supposed to care about that? Like, Soldier Boy's comebacks are almost as weak as his fucking attempts at rapping. So, like... Do we care, really? Like, Randy Orton's making him more legit than he's been in the last decade, so... Where, where are no, we but, at with this whole thing? But, no, his, his response to Randy, if we could find that... So this is what Randy said. So him and Soldier Boy went back and forth, and then this past week, both Sheamus and Drew McIntyre they posted pictures of their backs after their match that they had on Raw this week with the kendo sticks and stuff like that. So then that was Randy Orton's response that PC had on the screen. Then he took it down right quick. I was going to read it before he took it down. If he wants to put it back up. So this was Randy Orton's response to Drew McIntyre and Sheamus showing their backs and if you would have saw their backs like yeah it wasn't nothing fake about that that shit yeah so this is what Randy Orton said and I quote fake right at soldier boy question mark is this your Randy Orton impersonation which one of your baby's mamas do I send the bill to for making you relevant again I assume they all own your ass. So, who's cutting those checks? I love Masterpiece Theater, Randy Orton. Like, that's fantastic. Continue with this. This is a good gimmick. So, I wish I could play Soldier Boy's response, because it actually is funny, but it's audio, so it's not going to come across as well if I try to read it. As a matter of fact, I don't even know if I can find the transcripts, but he was basically saying, I'm still making money, and last time I saw you and I turned on WWE, you were coughing up black shit, and that's Masterpiece Theater or some shit like that. Uh-huh. It's funny to me. I, all this shit is funny to me, you know, and he talked about beating Randy Orton's ass, which, you know, obviously that's not going to happen. And, you know, there there was a contingent of black wrestling Twitter that was a little irritated with Randy Orton's response, i.e. because he was playing on some of the uh, stereotypical rapper tropes with the baby's mamas and all of that shit, which Soulja Boy has no kids 
and, and he is apparently still making money as well. But yeah, well, so I, I I get where I get where they were coming from, but you know, come on, we're talking shit, we're trolling people on Twitter. This is this is what Twitter is, right? I mean, Soldier Boy hasn't really been relevant in like a decade since that fucking stupid ass song, and I mean, I don't know, like it's it's one of those funny things where, you know, I know we've we've talked about before about being in a a certain echo chamber, a certain circle people which is why uh, certain things don't tend to uh, permeate as well as other things but Soldier Boy has not been relevant since literally the Soldier Boy song and I know Alexa Bliss got in a little bit at the beginning of this whole Randy Orton thing and talking shit to him and he said oh well you're doing my dance and she's like no actually I was just making fun of Asuka because you know she does her little fucking goofy dance and I didn't even know it was your retarded thing so like it, it's, it's like one of those funny things where he's trying to be relevant and yet the uh, the wrestlers are doing a better job at shutting him down than he's doing at shutting them down and it's it's a little sad because in a in a genre where battle rap and beefs are kind of part of the gimmick like he's really not good at it. Like it's and funny see, that he's, I, I, he's losing arguments to Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. And see, that's the thing. I go the exact opposite way. I think he's holding up his end of the bargain. He's talking that shit and he's cutting his promos and he's holding up his end of the bargain again. Because it you comes up just heard... petty and sad. No, no, no. Because you didn't hear his latest clap back to Randy Orton. I wish we could pull it up, but if if I'm sure you can find it out there on Twitter. It, it's it's great. It, it really is. And I mean, and he's not one of these like broke ass rappers trying to be relevant. This motherfucker is still, I don't know how, but he's still making money. So that's not what it is. And doesn't he have a gaming team? Comment, doesn't, he have a, doesn't he have a gaming team? Well, that's where he made his response. He was on Twitch or wherever these motherfuckers live stream games and stuff like that. And he made his response to Randy Orton's latest tweet to him. So he makes his money not off of the platform that he started his fame, he makes it off of just having an esports team. Like, how how is that relevant? The fact that he just invested well, like, good for him. Like, he's invested yeah. in esports. Like, yeah. I'm not saying he's broke, but like, when it when it comes to being able to clap back, he's kind of a joke. Like, the fact no, that Randy Orton's kind of posterizing him, that, who gives a shit? Nah, you said that because you haven't heard his clapbacks. He gave as great as he got. I don't know, because I've heard him attempt Of course to you don't know. That's the whole fucking point of what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm basing it off of what I've attempted to hear him you're think of. You're basing it English. off of your bias against Soldier Boy. That's what you're saying. But his clapbacks were... his. He had some quality clapbacks. Okay, so let's let's turn this in, in a little slightly different direction. They're both benefiting from this. Like, we're talking about yeah. it. Like, I mean, like, legitimate media outlets are, are, are bringing this up, right? Just like when I get up and watch Get Up on ESPN with Mike Greenberg and a phenomenal cast of athletes and reporters, they talked about Shaq going through the table. They showed it. They talked about it. Just like mm -hmm. this is, I mean, it's not at that high a level right now, but there is a lot of media consumption for what's going on between these two. Would you not agree that they're both actually benefiting from this? Yeah, and overall, I think this shit is hilarious. Because they're both doing the same thing. They're both working. 
they're working themselves or they're shooting themselves into a work or they're working themselves into a shoot. But either way it goes, they're both working. And I just think the whole back and forth is hilarious at the end of the day. I, I, do, is it going to lead to anything? Of course not. Randy Orton is 6'5", 250. He's built like Cam fucking Newton. Soldier Boy, you know, they really catch a fair when Soldier Boy doesn't have a chance. But I think it's hilarious <laughs> because they're both doing the same thing. They're working. It's a work, bro. Even, though, if, even if they don't know if the other that the other one is working, they're both clearly working. And maybe they're shooting, but they're still working. But I, I, I overall... I just thought it would be a funny topic to bring up, man. It was it, this this whole shit is hilarious to me. That's all. No, it's funny enough, and the fact that even Alexa Bliss is kind of keeping him in check, and it's not just Randy Orton. Like that's that says a lot right there. Like like Soldier Boy is definitely punching outside of his weight class. If you get what I'm saying. That's the point, though. He's not. Go back and see and read and listen to some of his clapbacks. He's not punching out of his weight class. He is holding his own. And I'm not saying this. I'm not no big fucking Soldier Boy fan, man. But I'm a fair and balanced broadcast journalist. This motherfucker is holding his own in this beef. I will go back He's into because the fact that he even picked a fight with Iron Sheik and then Iron Sheik just popped back with like something that buried him completely. Like, if you can't even like, bury somebody it, who's it, old enough, to bury be grandpa, him completely. Like, You're coming from your wrestling bias. Get the fuck out the bubble. This motherfucker is clapping back and holding his own against some of the best verbally on the mic. He's holding his own. We'll you don't see it, but he's holding his I'll, own. I'll, so you said this is an audio thing that he did, right? Yes. All right. The, the latest Randy Orton clap back. I think he was on his Twitch or wherever, whatever streaming platform that people play video games and talk. All right. Like, after listening to it, it's really, I don't know. Like, he just. He just takes that Eminem side of the game where it comes from the whole Machine Gun Kelly kind of rap battle thing where he's just like, no, th th this is the inaccuracies in what you said and th th this is why you're wrong. And then he kind of teases him about how people haven't been real since Stone Cold and and The Rock and shit like that. And that's when it was the most fake was the Attitude Era. People just liked the fact that it was edgy. So for... For as much as you say that it was a legitimate argument or, like, he had bars or, like, it wasn't completely a burial, like, he's not helping himself, honestly. Like, the best joke he had was the whole leather thong thing because I thought that was fucking funny when he was talking about, like, you know, wrestling a leather thong or spitting up fucking poison or something, like, whatever he said. But honestly, like, it was, it was a little weak. It was like, no, I don't have kids, no. But you're, you're nobody compared to, to Stone Cold and The Rock. Like, that sounds like nerdy fucking IWC shit. That just hangs on to the IWC, or hangs on, hangs on to the I, Attitude Era. Like, it's the best thing and nobody can touch it. I just thought it was a decent clapback. And, I mean, everybody here, even if they're shooting, they're still working. Because even the initial comment that Soldier Boy made, it wasn't a diss towards WWE per se. It was more a diss towards the rap game and how, you know, inauthentic and, and fake that's become. But I, I just thought it's funny. I, I think the whole situation is funny, and it's funny to watch these guys go back and forth on Twitter. Obviously, I don't think we're going to get a payoff here, but I just thought it was funny. That's all. I think the no, whole no, situation I, is I, funny. I don't disagree with you there that I thought Soldier Boy's tweet initially was innocent and he was talking more about the rap game than WWE but 
the fact the fact that you saw wrestlers kind of run with it, and wrestlers have come up with much more clever things than "No, I don't have kids," and you wear a leather thong and spit up poison or some shit like that. I'm like, that is much more clever. So you can see why his hit song was talking about like you know Superman at Ho, and watch me crank that, watch me whoa. Like th- th- these aren't really deep deep rhymes or deep raps and like you know well, no, so well number number one leather thong is funny even you can admit that and i, I admitted mean that. that's why i said that was funny but like he's not known to be clever like let's let's be honest here Ra- randy orton has been spitting up poison the past couple weeks on raw as well you might not know that because you ain't been watching so i it, it was pretty I, I have seen a youtube or two which shows that he's doing the thing and he, he's like he was even burned at some point look at that like he went from being like a burned man to being okay looking so like it's all right like i like how he was had like the pair the like the powers and the miracle like of i don't know canadian like uh health or something i don't know i don't know what got him there but like you know he went from burned to pretty fine like maybe he was on that cane side of the game where he figured out how to get over like a whole bunch of debilitating scars and burns that you know were apparently part of his story but then went away when it was necessary when they took the mask off is that where we're at with this well I mean shout out to Randy Orton and his recuperative powers because yeah after (laughs) suffering third degree burns he does look amazing Uh, that being said uh, let's go on and move on to topic five TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, gentlemen. Uh, a melancholy topic number five. One of the uh, a very most important person in wrestling, without a doubt, and one of the main people behind WCW, if not the main person behind WCW. Jim Crockett Jr. passed away, and and I know you guys. We wanted to. Uh, give our thoughts and, and, and kind of talk about it a little bit. Platt, do you want to kick us off here? Well, I mean, Jim Crockett Promotions was the precursor to what we knew as the modern-day WCW. And from all accounts, and I mean, really, you could just say it. He's one of the greatest promoter, promoters rather in the history of the industry. And, you know, his contributions can't be neglected I think his biggest mistake was he tried to go national and go up against Vince, and he wasn't equipped for that battle. But at the same point in time, he was a very integral part to the modern era of wrestling, and he deserves to get his props. And for that, especially because Andrew and I were WCW marks, first and foremost, RIP. Well, yeah, definitely. With Without him, we wouldn't have had the the brain that kind of brought us into wrestling or at least ignited our appreciation of the art form and what whatever you can say about maybe he shouldn't have gone up against Vince or whatever like nobody knew that at the time like every, everything was undocumented territory in a sense because cable used to be like you know close circuit regional and there was no such thing as pay-per-view really it was no national pay-per-view until you know a couple years later late in the 80s early in the 90s when Vince kind of took advantage of that and Crockett NWA WCW tried to match that and that you you need two brands to fight against each other and as we've seen since 
ruthless aggression, whatever era you want to call that after WCW got bought, things suffer when you only have a monopoly and when you don't have a real number two that can threaten anything. So missteps, even if there were things that you can look back and go, ha, that was funny or that was stupid or when he sold the Turner, if you think that was an issue or anything like that, like it, it's still molded and kind of made wrestling what it is today. Like as much as people want to credit Vince, if there was no Turner, if there was no Crockett, if there was no number two pushing him and beating him at times to get to that next level in the attitude era or anything like that, where would we be now? Like, he, he might not be the number one in the industry. He might not have had the stranglehold, the monopoly on the brand for so long because there was nobody pushing him, nobody teaching him to be better nobody trying to find a way to pull something out of Vince and his performers and I think that should be integral in the fact that you know Mr. McMahon wasn't born until the late 90s and that was because of WCW NWA Jim Crocker promotions whatever you want to call it so without Jim Crocker promotions we wouldn't be where we are now and and kind of touching on what you said from Crockett's vantage point, he's got to be saying to himself, well, if this kid can do it, so can I. And he shot a shot. Obviously, it didn't work out. But, yeah, man, I, I just wanted to give the guys props and his flowers and rest in peace. TheChairShot.com Always use your head. So, Mr. Belaz, why don't you let the good folks know where they can find you, sir? You could find me on the Twitter at IWC Warchief and on TheChairShot.com covering Impact, New Japan, NOAA, maybe some assortment of Japanese promotions, depending... Definitely not our wage. We've been over that because fuck our wage. Maybe, if time permits, an AEW or WWE, depending on the day or the time. But never, ever, ever our wage. Chris, how about you? Well, I don't feel that strongly against ROH, but you all can find me on Twitter at the Real C Plaid, and I'm all over the Chairshot.com. We'll be back next week with Three Man Weave. Obviously, real life got in the way, but we'll be right back like we left something. And I want to make sure you guys check out our new anthology series, breaking down the previous 36 WrestleManias, known as Mania Madness. Episode 1 came out last week. We look forward to bringing out episode two this week where we're going to be covering WrestleMania's 7 through 12. So look out for that. Check your local listings, i.e. thechairshot.com. But most importantly, make sure y'all go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot and pick up an official chairshot t-shirt. I say it week in and week out. I'm going to continue to say it week in and week out. If you enjoy the content we provide here at The Chair Shot, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content that you enjoy so much is by supporting the movement. And you do that by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. You'll find something you like. I guarantee it. The chair Remember, we're not just a website. We're a movement, folks. Mr. Tunney, where can they find you? Well, you can find me at PC Tunney 
all over everywhere as well, most likely. Um, Andrew, no interest in Jay Briscoe and EC3. I find that hard to find. But, nonetheless, I want to ask you guys one simple question. Why, why can't you be normal? It's not fun. And you know what? I find it hard to find, too, because they're on syndication. And if they were on a consistent time frame, maybe I would be able to find it better, and so would you. But, you know, when it's whenever the fuck it comes up on, like, WGN or fucking whatever fucking Sinclair Broadcast Network thing they have, like, it's not really easy to find their wage. So, fuck them. Fuck them so hard. Sunday, I asked myself that question at least five times a day. Why can't you be normal? It would have made life a whole lot simpler and easier. But, but less fun. Yeah, blame my parents, I guess. Was For the it, commissioner piece. I was just passing that question along, FYI. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll chew on that for next week when and I'm I, less intoxicated. Thank you. And honestly, before Chris wraps it up here, and this will be the wrap-up, I am very much included in the question being asked. On that note, for the Commissioner PC Tunney, for Andrew Snowflake Balls, 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 Blast, Blast. Balls, Balls, <laughs> Snowflake Balls. I'm Mr. Velvet Price, Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of Pod is War. We'll be back next week, same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until then, shalom. Hit it, Carly. Mm-hmm.